from the banks of the Avon, welcome to Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The voice for that black sheep in all of us is Rick Sherwood. Here, he shares his views on today's issues. Everything. Nothing is off limits. His insights come not only from his years as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. Do you have something that you want to hear his take on? Find us on Facebook, where Black Sheep Rebranded. Email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com Rick at rstherapygroup.com Or visit our website at blacksheeprebranded.ca And now, here's Rick. I wonder what he'll talk about today. This song, this song by Music Travel Love, which is a couple of Canadian guys who are traveling around the planet doing covers of songs with with random artists that they're finding in their travels around the world. Um, I think this is going to be one of the most beautiful versions of Stand By Me that I've ever heard in my life. It is so poetic. The harmony is unbelievable. But, but this idea of at the end... When, when the light has set and the moon is the only thing I see, I want you to stand by me. Man, that speaks of love. That is the true definition of what I want in love, what I want every single day for the rest of my life. This is what I want. I want someone to stand by me. Oh, my God. Is marriage dead, folks? Is this idea, this thing I just threw out there? Oh, how horrible is it? How truly, truly horrible is it? Because here we are. I am faced with this challenge all the time, and it's really funny because I, I just, um, before we sat down to, to do this recording, I just uh, got off uh, chatting with a guy who I've, who I've been chatting with off and on for a number of years. We haven't chatted in about two years. And uh, he said, no, he said, I just need to touch base. I just need to, you know, you know bounce a couple things off you. And, and you know, he's, he's back off on his way, and who knows when we'll chat again. Um, but one of the most beautiful things is he asked me this question. He said, Am I wrong? Am I right? My ideas about marriage, right? I'm in my late 20s. What, what, what's going on here? You know, this beautiful harmony. Just stand by me. Mm, yes. Those words, those words stand by me. Those are the words that are uttered at the front of a lot of churches. Those are the front, the words that are spoken in front of a lot of people. This person is going to stand by me. And then we have these, these, these people who go, but is marriage dead? Is the whole idea of matrimonial union dead? Is it dying? Is it, is it shriveling up? 
The idea of love is going nowhere, people. We as human beings want to be loved. The most introverted human being who would be quite happy to be stationed all by themselves at, at you know, CFB alert um, to go up at the dew line way up north in the high Arctic and station there by themselves at a radar station. Oh, come on, people. Even those people want to be loved. They want to have connection. They want to have something. Maybe what they want is a pet. Maybe what they want is something else. But they still want love. They still want that social interaction that comes with the idea of being with somebody. The idea of marriage, one of the terrifying ideas of marriage is, again, you know, people are always, oh, my word, we are, we are falling apart. We are, we are, you know, in a dismal state of, of love. Uh, everybody is, is ending in marriage. So Stats Canada, which is the, 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 the greatest uh, source in uh, Canada for, uh, for real hard data on what's going on sociologically, uh, even though they change the long form stats, and so some Puritans out there are going to be going, well, even their data isn't as good as it used to be. Their stats are still kind of a bit of the gold standard. So, according to Statistics Canada, in 2016 across this country, there were 62,397 people who filed for divorce and were granted divorces in that year. So, they may have filed in 2015, but their, their divorce was granted. Uh, in the, the calendar year of 2016, 62,400, basically. Each year, so in uh, 2017, it was about 100 people less, or 100 couples less. In 2018, there was about a drop of somewhere in the neighborhood, about 1,000 couples less. So that, that's, again, it's a, it's a notable drop. 2019. This is pre-pandemic year, 56,937. So that's a drop of somewhere in the neighborhood of about 7,000, give or take a few. So that's a pretty solid indicator of it declining. Now in 2020, there's this really unusual stat, and so it'll be interesting to see as the stats come out over the next few years, uh, because they are always behind because they're gathering data, they're analyzing it, and then putting it into to numbers. 2020 is the last full year that they have the statistics for divorces. And even during the pandemic, 42,933 couples were granted divorces in uh, Canada, across this entire country, uh, all three territories and all the provinces. So uh, again, that's about a 20,000 drop. Now, People are going to say COVID, yes, for sure. And that's why I'm like, eh. But still, statistically, despite the population of Canada going up, despite the population of all kinds of things going up, divorces, according to Statistics Canada, are actually going down. So one of the things that skews data, and even skews this data, First-time marriages. You get married today. My siblings would be a great example of this. So I have a whole mitful. And they... I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out and, and I'm going to kind of qualify this by going out on a little bit of a limb. And the limb is 
that I think that they are a better representation of 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 the actual real data across the board. Of the ten siblings, two have been married and divorced. So then that would be at about 20%. Now, unfortunately, I would skew that, that number even higher because I've been married and divorced a couple times. So therefore, that would make it seem like it's more like 30-40% of divorces or, or of, of individuals get divorced. And yet, that's not the case. And so we don't have really, really good hard data on first-time marriages and how much and, and, and do they last uh, for various reasons. But the statistics, the real hard statistics, show that divorce rates are declining. And they also shows that the, the things that skew the data are people like myself who have gotten married, married for almost 25 years, gotten divorced, got remarried, married for a couple of years, got divorced, um, like right from beginning to, to very end, uh, about two and a half years, got divorced, and then got married again, and uh, and then it ended. And so those that data truly skews the when you're when you're looking at divorce rates. And so without getting in, into a whole big mathematical equation, the fact is that marriages and first-time marriages are actually still quite a stable commodity in Canada and quite a stable commodity around the world, believe it or not. Uh, you start looking at the stats around the world uh, and people are going to say, well, there's less divorce because there's less people getting married. Okay, but you're right. Those numbers aren't being captured. However, the numbers that are being captured are indicating clearly that first-time marriages are actually truly lasting. Like that's that's the reality, and so no matter how you want to talk about these stats, no matter how you want to think about it, that idea, that song, um, that cover by uh, um, Music Travel Love, uh, Stand by Me, that idea, I, I I am a Puritan simplist when it comes to I want to find love. I want someone who's going to stand by me come thick or thin, come hell or high water, come no matter what's going to happen. And I want it to be about us. And I want us to be the priority. Really funny, at the air show, I ran into a guy I haven't seen in years. And uh, sadly, he is, again, he's one of these guys who skews the statistical numbers because he's been married and divorced a few times. And so in that, he's also lived common law and uh, separated. But in that, um, what he wants and what he's desperately seeking is that person who says, you are my person. And this is going to really rattle a few people when I, when I say this. One of the challenges that we have is people all the time are going, well, but my job is number one, or my kids are number one, or you know, my whatever is number one. And, and it's hard to have those things as number one and and still keep in mind that you know you have a you have a partner that apparently you chose them for life you chose them for sickness and health through better through worse through riches and poor you chose that person because you want to share all of these things i think unfortunately where we are is we are at this crossroads 
where people all the time are looking at this stuff and they're going, I, I so badly, I want to have this one person. Okay, what are you doing to make it happen? Well, they're not. What are you doing to, to bring it together? They're not. Because there's a certain element of selfishness in every human being. And I think if we were going to cut through all of the, 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 the bits and bites of life, for me, often I have, have put the priority uh, of, of earning money, of working ahead of other things. I've put other measures in front of. Um, but I'm also going to say that, that the people who generally I pick are people who also have done the same thing. They have created priorities that where, where I'm not, you know, at the top of the Christmas tree, so to speak. And it's this Christmas tree idea that when we are, when we are in a relationship, when we are trying to build something, this idea of marriage is about understanding that you have a Christmas tree you've picked. You've gone to the lot. You've gone to, to the department store. You've gone to Canadian Tire. You've gone to, you know, White Rose. You've gone wherever, and you have picked out this Christmas tree, and you're like, oh, this is my Christmas tree. I'm going to set up here. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be this. It's going to be all these things. It's going to be, oh, my God, so beautiful. Fantastic. How are you going to decorate it? Are you going to collaborate with anybody on it, or is it going to be a, a, a one of, this is my tree? Unfortunately, a lot of people, when it comes to decorating the tree, it's not truly this big collaboration. It's, I have an idea in my head what it should look like. And this is the same way when it comes to relationships and when it comes to love. I have this idea that, that I need to, to get out there. And this idea that I need to get out is, is mine. This is the way it needs to be. It's not a true collaboration. So going back to what I had said before, uh, I had a guy a couple weeks ago, uh, God bless him, and he said, do you think it's a you issue or a them issue for, uh, for, your, for your marriages? Uh, and I said, oh, it's definitely a me, me issue. I'm, I'm the, the common denominator. The common denominator is, is I'm a bit of a high-maintenance drama queen that is a workaholic. And you take those two things and you put them together and that does not necessarily open up the, the, the door for a, a very easy, very happy-go-lucky moment. And so, despite the fact that I am a hopeful, hopeless romantic, I also struggle to create the balance that I need to create to go, what are we going to do here? Literally two minutes before I sat down to do this podcast... I was asked the question, can I have a hug? I said, sure. And then the response was, why don't you ever ask for a hug? And I guess because I don't actually ask for one. I just go kind of steal my own. I just walk up and just hug and then walk away. Or I, I do other things. But again, the interpretation of what I need, because that person was, I've had a stressful day. I've had a stressful bit of stuff going on. Um, so I need a hug. All right, great. Now what? Right? The now what is 
is when we are looking around, we are built, we are created. And the biggest problem that I've had in, in my personal life is, and, and this is very much a, a personal story, not as a clinician, but I sit here and I go, how do I create this balance of this craziness that is me? Three degrees, two trades. Uh, I've succeeded in areas of, quote unquote, a traditional male environment and a traditional female environment. I've, I've succeeded academically from a, from a tangible, hands-on, math, doing things perspective. And I've succeeded when it comes to uh, academics and, and sort of that, that psychosocial side. I've, I've succeeded. So why is it that it's so hard? Because the more complex you are, I think the harder it is for you to find this match. And so again, I go out there and I find complex people. The more complex I am, the more complex, the more this. The more. And again, it's, it's that diversity that makes, for me, a relationship challenging. But what I want... What I need, what I want and need is, is love, just like anybody else. I want and need to have all of the things that make us work. I want a past. I want a present. And I want a future. This song by Miranda Lambert, The House That Built Me. She talks about a house. I know they say can't go home again. I just had to come back one last time. Ma'am, I know you don't know me from Adam. But these handprints on the front steps are mine. Up those stairs in that little back bedroom. Where I did my homework and I learned to play guitar. Now I bet you didn't know under that lava. So in that song, right, she's talking about the little handprints in the cement. She's talking about where she did her homework, where she learned to play guitar. In that song, she's talking about a lot of things from the past. She's talking about all of these personal journeys. One of the things that she doesn't talk about in this song, but it is so true, which is family. Who's in that house? Who's there to share those ideas and those, those memories? And all of those things are quite honestly real. Honest to God, they are real, but they are human. They are the, they are the human connection. They are not just about the, the, the handprints in the cement. They are not simply about other things. They are truly, truly about all kinds of wonderful things. And part of the wonderful thing that, that this is, is this journey, this beautiful journey of development and understanding. This journey of not only understanding who you are, but who I am. What do we need? This idea of marriage being dead, and, and I'm faced with it all the time. That idea, quite frankly, it makes me sad. 
And it makes me sad because, again, the way that the data is presented, we can't trust anybody. And yet, unfortunately, it's the people who themselves, right, truly, the people themselves, the vast majority, when you get married, it is better than a 50-50 chance you will stay married with that, to that person until one of you passes away or until you're both gone. That is statistically likely what's going to happen. The people who get married once, twice, three times, five times, eight times, ten times. I remember um, at a workshop uh, back years ago, 11, 12 years ago, uh, put on by the OPP. There was a, a cop there who uh, had grown up in residential school systems, been married, and, and he was on his seventh marriage. And he's still a cop. He was Then he was still a, 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 a cop. He was uh, uh, originally an OPP, and then he became a, a, a cop for one of the reservations um, up north. And he loved his job, loved everything about it. But he went through a huge period of his life of evolution and growing for him to become who he was, happily married. And and he said, you know what, the last couple have are still great friends with him. He said the first number, he said the relationships were a complete write-off in every way. The last couple, he actually maintained the, the friendship and the relationship as a friend. And this one, he's, he's all over it. He's in seventh heaven. And there's some other things that I, I could say about that, but I don't want to identify him or identify her in any way because I, I, I don't have his, his blessing um, to talk about this because I, I met him once at, at this workshop. But the fact is, he, he grew as a human being. And so for all those people out there who listen to this and go, I, I think I, my marriage is doomed. It may be. And... And you're listening to this and you're going, well, I'm going to become a statistic. I'm going to be one of those people. Yep, there's a chance that you're going to become one of those people. But there's also a chance that if you get married and if you fight through things, if both people want, there's a chance that this can last and this can work. And it's that determination to actually build all of these common memories together that truly create these strong bonds and these bonds of doing. And so the idea is marriage dead? No, marriage isn't dead. Marriage is alive and well. The union is alive and well. That's why our laws have changed in Ontario for common law. This is why we are, are the people that we are. But the idea is marriage dead? No, it's not dead. It's evolving. It's evolving just like the rest of the world is evolving. And statistically, I am going to be really interested to see if if we uh, get into 21 and 22 and after the pandemic and, and if we see a huge spike in divorces. That's going to be a, a fascinating uh, bit of data to look at. But up until the pandemic, uh, we, we were definitely on a, down, down, a very slow but very clear uh, distinctive downhill pattern into the number of people filing for divorce. And uh, yet... You know, there's a lot of people who get marriage licenses every year. So what do I want to 
want you to take away from this podcast? Look at the person that you're that you're going out with. Look at the person that you're dating. Look at the person that you're married to. And and build memories, build build doing with them. Not talking about doing, but actually doing. Build actually looking at their needs, their wishes, the equal sharing of the burden. You know, one person may want to drive on holidays, but they may want not want to drive on every holiday. So maybe some of the holidays should require no no car travel beyond getting to a destination or having somebody else do the driving. Like you're flying to Europe and getting on a bus trip or going on a cruise. Take the time to actually look at the person and try to build. Because this idea of marriage, this idea of a union, we all want it. We all want to feel that connection, that love. And so the house that built me, in that house was people. Stand by me. Man, that's, that's, that's what we want. That's what we want every single day. So please, take the time, people, to enjoy your life, enjoy what's going on. And you know what? I wish each and every one of you a beautiful, safe day. Thanks again for everybody here at Black Sheep Rebranded, from everybody that uh, makes this show a success, and most importantly, thanking you, our listeners, our, our listeners from around the world. We cannot thank you enough. And so please, again, for those who are struggling with mental health, please reach out and, and talk to somebody. Hopefully these podcasts have given you some hope and some, some ways to approach life a little bit differently. For the people who are simply enjoying the show, we appreciate those people as well. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on social media, follow us on uh, wherever you can find us. And and yes, I say Instagram, we aren't there quite yet, but we are getting there. And again, please like us, follow us, and uh, give us your feedback. We really, we can't do this show without you, and we can't thank you enough for it. And also, just keep in mind, the show is proprietary, so... All the ideas uh, generated in this show and and the concepts that are are out there are ours. And uh, so please, respect them, respect yourselves, respect the planet, and uh, respect each other. Have yourselves a wonderful day. And again, thank you very much for tuning in to Black Sheep. And uh, we look forward to chatting again real soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.